Oxford from the inside. The good, the bad, but always the truth. Hi, I'm Katie, and welcome to episode 15 of Oxford from the Inside. The good and the bad, but always the truth. Today we're joined by Ben and Amelia from the Oxford Student Union. So would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Um, hi, I'm Ben. I've just started as Vice President Chags and Community at Oxford SU and I used to study Geography at St Catherine's College. Hi, um, I'm Amelia. I've just started as VP Welfare and Equal Opportunities at the Oxford SU and um, I studied Theology and Religion at St John's College. Great, okay, so welcome to the episode, to the show. Today we're going to be talking about the Oxford Student Union and kind of how it all works, how prospective students can get involved and what your roles um, entail. Um, so could you kind of, I guess, briefly explain what the SU is and how it operates alongside the students? Sure. So the, the SU is a kind of a hub, as it were, of student activity. So our main focus is to represent and improve the experience of all current and future students at University of Oxford. And we do that in a range of different ways, um, from representing students um, to the university um, with policy that's guided by students who set themselves as part of our student council. Um, and we also provide a range of opportunities for students to get involved and meet new people and kind of further their skills um, through a range um, of activities like our charity fundraising and that student media and that kind of thing we've been touched on. And we also support um, certain underrepresented groups through our liberation campaigns um, that can help spread the word about what they do. Great. OK, so uh, can you guys also then just explain what your current role is in a bit more detail, kind of what it means, what the sub positions are and like your responsibilities. So Amelia, do you want to go? Yeah, so um, I'm Vice President for Welfare and Equal Opportunities. That basically means that like I'm representing student concerns surrounding um, well-being and like equality of opportunity among all students. Um, John serve Ben? Yeah, sure. So, so I'm also uh, Vice President and um, so there's six of us in total as sabbatical officers. Um, so we're all former or like current students and basically we take a year out of our study um, to do the role which is paid um, full time and basically how we get a job is we get elected by students so there's a big election campaign in February and then um, you as students tell us who um, you want to be at uh, the different sabbatical officers and then we get elected into the different roles and do it for a full year. So I'm Vice President Charity and Community um, which kind of works alongside Amelia's role and along with the other roles um, so I look after a lot of the sustainability stuff at the university so that's anything from big kind of strategies and carbon targets uh, right through to sort of cycling and cycle safety and, and food choices and that kind of stuff um, and also in my kind of area supporting housing both student housing and, and homelessness as well um, and also developing uh, different groups and Oxford's relationship with its local community and again that's everything from kind of supporting our campaign for living wage and through to different clubs and societies and groups that interact both with students and also kind of more broadly um, in Oxford and City. Wow, that's a lot of, <laughs> a lot yeah, of responsibility for both of you. Um, so as you said, you're both kind of uh, just finished your degrees. So how were you um, involved in the SU as students? Because obviously you didn't necessarily have as much responsibility as you do now, but maybe you were involved in different campaigns and stuff. So how were you involved and why did you choose to get involved in the first place, I guess? I think my answer will probably be a bit quicker than Ben's because um, I didn't get, I wasn't that involved with the SU before I ran to be a sabbatical officer. Um, I was more involved with my junior common room committee at St. John's um, where I was the um, 
I was the women's welfare officer for a year and then I was the disabilities officer as well. So that was my kind of like way into um, mm. wanting to take on the sabbatical position. Um, and it is very different at a student union level, but you still get, it's, it's still similar enough that um, I feel like my experience helped me a lot. Um, yeah, but Ben will have a lot more to say about his involvement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I did a few bits before. So most of what I did was with RAG, which stands for Raise and Give, which is like uh, the SU sort of student fundraising group. So put on a range of events and challenges. So I got involved kind of helping out running some of those, including one of our hitchhike challenges, um, where you have to try and get across to as many different countries as you can without spending any of your own money. Um, so we did a bit of that and then kind of got more involved with RAG, running different challenges um, and ended up being RAG president in my third year. Um, as well as alongside the charity fundraising stuff, I also had a show on Oxide Radio, which is um, Oxford SU's kind of student radio station, um, interviewing different people who do sort of charity fundraising in Oxford. Great. Okay. So that's interesting that, Ben, you said you maybe had more experience of how the SU worked and then Amelia more like, I guess, scaled it up from that JCR, very student, uh, like involved position. Um, so why do you guys think that the SU is important, like in terms of how it relates to current students and I guess also to the wider Oxford community? Because um, I suppose sometimes we as students or as prospective students don't see all the hard work that goes on behind the scenes. And so why do you think it's important? What do you think um, is going on that's, that's really cool at the moment? So I think it's a really it's a really hard one because maybe you might if you're looking at other universities or, or when you go go to another university the SU might be a kind of big building with it with a bar and kind of lots of facilities that people kind of go in and out um, and those facilities are very much in Oxford but they're much more kind of at the college level um, and kind yeah. of scattered around the university um, as well so the SU's kind of core function is a little bit different um, but still kind of very much the same as a lot of other students which again is to go back is to represent students and I suppose there's kind of two ways that, that we do that, that students might not see, but kind of remain important. And one is the kind of campaigns and representation projects that we run. So that's both all the kind of different committees across the six of us, we sit on about 45 um, University of Oxford committees, right the way up from the kind of top uh, body, like the kind of ha the parliament or cabinet of um, equivalent of, of the uni, kind of setting policy there and kind of holding decision makers to account and kind of representing student views. And that also follows through um, the different campaigns that we run as sabbatical officers uh, to kind of lobby on certain issues uh, like mental health and that kind of thing, both to get provision and also to raise awareness. And then the other half is that all the opportunities that we offer um, to kind of get involved and whether that be in the kind of um, opportunities that we have with ch the charity fundraising rag or student media, um, but also in our liberation groups for students to really to raise their voice about situations that they're worried about. So we've got some really, really successful campaigns uh, for, for disabled students, um, and also for um, students from minority ethnic backgrounds um, or students who've been victims of sexual um, harassment. So there's some really, really strong campaigns and that's a real kind of key aspect with what we're doing, both raising awareness and also providing those opportunities to, to get involved, find people that they're interested in um, meeting and collaborating with, um, and then also hopefully making the change from it. Yeah, I think as well, just to like reinforce what Ben said, um, because of the, the collegiate system at Oxford, I think it can be quite hard for like student concerns to be heard on like a wider university level. So I think that one of like the most important things that we do is we provide that student voice with the very like top people at the university. Um, so we are essentially like your representatives. If you have a problem, if you have a concern and you want people at the top to hear it, we're the people that can like fight your corner for you. Okay, great. So yeah, the your guys are the people that 
maybe students can go to, um, whether it's like a specific concern or just they want to get involved in a bigger university-wide project that isn't something that their college um, offers for whatever reason. Um, so in terms of, I guess, the liberation projects that you were talking about there and how do they work and what are some of the initiatives that they've been working on in the past couple of years? I know there was a um, minority ethnic student conference um, that one of the um, officers was working on last year, but in terms of the other campaigns, kind of what, how does, how do they work? How do they, um, what things do they do, I guess? Sure, yeah, so we have eight campaigns and they're all kind of across different um, areas and you can check them out on the SU website. Um, but basically they open to anyone who kind of identifies with that group or kind of wants to get involved. Um, and they, as I said, they, they're really a kind of broad range. So to give an example, Disabilities Campaign have been working really hard on supporting students uh, through the pandemic um, and yeah. also kind of providing other opportunities to make Oxford a more inclusive place by providing guidance for like clubs and societies and helping them get involved to make sure their content on like social media is accessible. And also um, they've worked with the university to do like British Sign Language training and stuff, which has been a really exciting project. The other one that's really exciting um, is Class Act, um, which is for students from um, sort of first generation students or from a underrepresented background at university and a number of other different areas. Um, and they've done some really important work about really kind of building a community and both supporting kind of access and outreach work at the university, um, but also just providing that, that space for people from those backgrounds to come together and chat about issues. Um, and again, that again feeds through to the representation work that we do as sabbatical officers so we can be informed by the campaigns that they're running um, and the kind of issues that they're raising in, in those spaces um, to, to help make Oxford a better place for everybody. Cool, okay, so aside from those um, projects, what are the kind of, some of the other exciting projects at the SU? So you mentioned the radio station, I know there's also a newspaper, there's the charities, um, society, I don't know if it's a society technically, but the charities um, program and the student council. So um, what's kind of going on with those and how, how can, I suppose, a current or prospective student get involved and in what's on offer there. So the, <laughs> the Oxdu the Ox um, is the uh, SU run like student newspaper. Um, in term time they go to print once a week um, mm -hmm. but obviously with the pandemic it's all been like online content um, and there's opportunities there for students to either write for the paper or to um, kind of get involved with like editorial positions or artwork things like that um, and then Ben do you want to talk about Oxide because you actually had a show yeah, I can do. Um, again, like it's a similar to the Oxford Student newspaper that it's just a really good chance to get some like really good experience and doing something that you might not have had a chance to do before. Um, so, you know, not many people get a chance to like just put out a, a radio show live on the internet um, kind of whenever you want and kind of learn new skills about radio production, that kind of stuff. Um, so there's a lot of kind of new skills and also kind of meeting different people um, who are kind of involved in the Oxide radio puts on like, events and DJ sets and that kind of stuff. And um, so it's a really nice kind of community to, to get to know people. Um, the same with the other kind of, we also have, like you mentioned, RAG, which is the charity fundraising one. Um, and we also have an access and outreach project called Target Schools, which again, gives people a chance, uh, students a chance to get really kind of hands-on experience um, in kind of areas that they might be interested in working in. And again, meeting new people, and um, also kind of working on an issue that really matters to them, which is again, is a really important point um, for the issue. And that's the same with Student Council, which you touched on as well, which, it's a chance for students to set the sort of policy direction of the SU um, for our sort of more political work and lobbying at the university level. Um, but again, also gives a good chance for students to uh, practice kind of speech making and debating and that sort of thing. 
Yeah, I think um, in my lot more limited experience than you guys with the Oxford SU as a student, I think a lot of the projects and initiatives that are being run um, kind of marry up two things really well. Then they the kind of side of it's something that you really care about or it's helping a charity that you're passionate about or um, a campaign that you're really interested in. But then it's also giving you really great opportunities. Um, I know when I was working on the rag ball, like the officers were really, really supportive and helping me kind of learning how to set up a budget, how to like various marketing tips that I'd never really come across before, but I kind of wanted to learn and needed to do for the role. Um, and so I guess that's the, actually the really good way to kind of have those two things that can work together really well. Um, so coming back to your uh, positions as SU vice presidents, what kind of, I guess, inspired you to run for a sabbatical position um, following finishing your degree? So kind of having that plan, what kind of made you uh, look to do that? <laughs> so, um... I, during my time as welfare officer, I found it an incredibly rewarding experience. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just really passionate about ensuring that everyone at this university can have like the best time that they possibly can. And like the, the barriers that might be in place, they're not navigating those difficulties alone. Yeah. Um, and ensuring that people have support and that their concerns are acknowledged and raised. And I feel like at a university level, in order to allow as many students as possible to have a good time here um, taking care of their well-being and their their welfare is so important mm -hmm. um, and at a university level being a SAB is as a student coming into being a sabbatical officer is one of the best ways that um, you can do that so I just kind of had I had a passion for that and I wanted to like take it further and you know hopefully help some more people um, yeah <laughs> It's all about helping the people, that's... Uh... Yeah, it's all about the people. <laughs> yeah, same for me. I mean, I think I kind of, you know, having been a little bit more involved in the SU, I'd kind of seen the, the opportunities that um, you can you can have in, in this role. And I think it was a great way. Also, I wanted to have another year in Oxford um, and kind of enjoy everything. Um, but also, yeah, it's also a really good opportunity to redevelop really some really good skills. We get a lot of training and we've just been doing training all this week with officers from across the UK, different SUs, and which has been really, really useful and interesting. Um, so there's that kind of opportunity there for the training and um, also more to kind of make make a difference in those kind of key areas the media mentioned and I think we'll be making slightly more we're doing slightly more than we thought with uh, with a lot of kind of coronavirus representation um, but but we're really kind of enjoying kind of having that impact and kind of really amplifying student voices um, to those who need to hear mm. them. Yeah I guess both of your roles or probably all the roles but um, quite things change um, because of coronavirus so I guess with the media people may have new um issues that kind of have never really occurred before so much and that i guess you're working alongside those students to find a solution and then alongside the university to implement that um, and then ben you were talking about um part of your role is like homelessness and student housing and that's also something that's um maybe changed a lot um by coronavirus but have you found that like an interesting spanner in the works i guess be honest it's fine <laughs> I mean it, I don't know if I'd just say interesting I mean it's been it's been difficult definitely mm -hmm. but I think also it's kind of an opportunity to do things differently and an opportunity to enact change 
Um, I mean, I think that's the kind of the way that I have to see it. Otherwise, <laughs> um, I'm not quite sure what what we would be doing. But I don't know if Ben wants to say something related to his work. Yeah, I mean, I think for us, it, it, it's really been an opportunity to kind of hone in on, on our purpose and, and yeah. what we can do to really support yeah. students because, it, you know, this, this year is a challenging time and I'm sure it's something that a lot of your sort of viewers will um, kind of be relating to is that, you know, mm. there's a lot of unknowns. We, you know, a lot of stuff that we would usually take for granted about freshers week, that kind of stuff is kind of all up in the air. So for us, it's just really making sure, um, and it's again something you can see on our website about how we've been working on this, um, but, you know, really ensuring that the student experience um I, is as you know as good as it can be and kind of this core elements are protected um but also yeah really kind of representing and ensuring those student concerns are heard which you know is really important at the moment when everything's moving so fast and especially kind of specific groups um, might have kind of additional concerns that we're really mm -hmm. really in, that we find important um that we need to kind of flag and, and raise and make sure that they're heard Okay, yeah, so we will make sure that we tag the SU website in our caption so that anybody who's kind of interested in looking to see um, more specifics of what's going on can do that. Um, so what does a day in the life of your SU role look like? You mentioned you've been doing a lot of training this week, um, or I guess you could talk about what it would normally look like or what you hope it will look like um, further along in the year. Um, but kind of what does it entail on a day-to-day uh, basically. Mina, do you want to go for it? Um, yeah, so obviously everything's been remote at the moment. We've been mm -hmm. working, we started our position five weeks ago and we've been remote working since the beginning. Um, so normally we'll, we'll log on, we'll have like teams meetings um, during the day. Perhaps at the end of the day, we'll have like an all team call. We'll chat about how our day's gone. Um, but like typically we'd be in the office, um, which is on opposite Worcester mm -hmm. um so and that's also where Oxdew and Oxide Radio are based as well um so typically we'd be in there and aside from meetings and stuff it's a lot of like answering emails um doing social media stuff um yeah but it is definitely very different when I spend all day in my bedroom <laughs> working <laughs> than yeah, what it would be a lot more face-to-face like. -face interaction I guess that's part of the nature yeah. of the role supporting students yeah yeah, I mean, mine's very, mine's very similar at the moment as well. We're kind of working from home. Um, I think, yeah, as a media teller, there's kind of a lot of different kind of meetings that we might have. So, and it can be really varied. So one day we might be speaking to concerned students who have come to us with an issue or planning a campaign with them. We might be talking to our kind of different representatives, like different JCR reps, like, like a media was a welfare rep. So we might be talking to those groups. Um, we might be preparing for committees or in university committees. Um, or then we might also be having kind of internal meetings within ISU staff about key projects like Freshers' Week. Um, or also kind of meeting one-to-one -one with other kind of senior university staff and academics who, who we really want to have a chat to about a certain issue about um, kind of going from there. And a lot of also kind of catching up with us as a sabbatical officer team and kind of sharing ideas and, and practice and kind of bouncing stuff off each other as the, the day goes on. Great. It sounds like it's very varied and I guess people-focused role. Um, which must be quite interesting. Um, so what are your plans and ideas um, and things you're excited about for the next upcoming year in your role? Because you have until, um, I guess, July next year, isn't it, that you would hand over. So what's kind of your plans for that, I guess, uh, Ben? Sure. So I've got kind of three sort of priority areas. And the first is carrying on the amazing work of my predecessor, Kaya, 
and we did a lot of work with regards to divestment and climate change so carrying that on and particularly around some really exciting work that's happening at the university level about um, sustainability strategy and um, so supporting student involvement in that and also boosting engagement in some of our existing campaigns like planet pledge where students uh, sign up to make a small kind of change in their life that has an impact um, on the environment like not buying um, any new clothes that sort of thing for a month mm -hmm. um, so that's one kind of area second area is all around housing and um, so how best we can represent concerns of students who are living in sort of university-owned housing um, but also kind of help students who are living out for the first time um, with renting and that sort of thing and then my third area is what is my third area <laughs> I completely forgot oh volunteering yeah so uh, how we support students to volunteer in the local community, most important now more than ever with coronavirus, students coming back um, and how we can help build back be better in Oxford and beyond. Over to you. Um, so, so obviously with coronavirus, um, my priorities have shifted slightly. Mm -hmm. um, but the kind of the things that I was I was hoping to and I, I still I still want to kind of achieve this year. Um, uh, my three main areas are increasing getting better communication going with the college officers um so i can find out like what concerns are kind of on the ground so to speak so i can have better communications with students um and kind of improve that visibility of the su and like what we can do for students um my second area of concern is surrounding um substance misuse um and trying to create a culture of like harm reduction within the university so we can have more open and honest conversations surrounding substance misuse whether that be alcohol or drugs um, and encouraging a welfare approach, a, a welfare focused approach to substance misuse as opposed to a disciplinary approach. Mm -hmm. And then my final project, which I'm working with um, Alex, our VP for women on, um, is looking at sexual health testing in Oxford um, and kind of increasing awareness um, around the measures that people can take to get tested, um, they, like with postal kits and stuff like that. Um, so doing a campaign surrounding that but obviously with coronavirus, I think that I'm probably going to have to like reevaluate a bit. But those are the things that I'm hoping to um, to look at this year. Wow, okay. That's a lot between you guys and I'm sure a lot more to come from the other uh, SAB officers as well. Um, so I guess final question, um, as part of the student representative body, um, what would your advice be to um, maybe any incoming freshers um, for this year um, in terms of how they could get involved with the SU, but also just in terms of coming to a new, a new place? Oh, so it's a good question. It is a big I question. Mean, <laughs> my, my, I mean, my advice would be the same as it, as it would be in any year. I think yeah. it, one kind of take it as it comes and just kind of go, go with the flow. Don't get too kind of hung up on something and just to see what happens. And I think that's probably rings true this year more than ever. Um, mm -hmm. Two, I think just do what you're interested in and, and don't worry about anybody else and just crack on. Um, you'll find your people. Um, everybody's here under the sun and loads more. Um, so, so you kind of don't worry about like fitting to anything because it's all kind of very chilled and, and you can kind of find something that, that fits for you. Um, and also I would say do kind of, you know, get, get involved and, and find, find your people as we like to call it, you know, find the, the things that, that work for you um, and equally kind of find the, the support network that works for you, whether that be kind of more formal things um, um, that, that you kind of feel like you need it because of your own circumstances, but kind of find, you know, what, what works for you and, and, you know, how you can get the best out of your time and enjoy. <laughs> yeah, just uh, reinforce everything that Ben said. Um, say yes 
to opportunities that might come your way don't say no because you're you're scared or you think that like you're not good enough or that you know you're you don't deserve it like if an opportunity comes take it grab it with both hands and like run with it that'd be my main thing say yes more um, and in terms of like getting involved with the SU, I don't know if I'm the best person to answer this question because I didn't get involved as much as others did. But um, I think probably like the easiest way is to um, get on, get, sit on student council um, as like a, a common room representative. Every common room has like two seats on student council. Um, and it's a very simple process to get to become that representative. Um, and then you can just go along you don't even have to speak if you don't want to you can just kind of like listen and see what kind of like the politics the SU is like um and then on like a less formal level uh, you could get involved with like some of the campaigns or you could do um some of the more like recreational stuff so like the the newspapers or the the newspaper sorry newspaper singular or the radio station um so yeah just just go go for it go for it basically go for it <laughs> Okay, thank you. That's all we have time for today. Um, but thank you both so much for sharing your experiences with us and for joining us um, at Oxford from the Inside. Um, thank you to our followers for listening to the podcast or watching the video. Um, and remember to follow us on Instagram at Oxford from the Inside and check out the SU website while you're there, which we will tag. Um, I hope everybody stays safe and well. And until next time, bye. Bye. bye.